a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, good afternoon. I am Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, uh, and you are here listening to episode three of the program. Uh, I am very grateful that you would uh, spend your afternoon with me, and uh, I want you to know that uh, I'm going to try and do my best. Uh, let me know, though, if I ever fall short. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, please t- tell me how you feel. We, this morning, are taking a look back at what happened last night at the Utah State uh, Legislature. The governor called a special session. As you know, Utah is a, a part-time legislature. Uh, that means the legislators only get together and work uh, daily from uh, January to March. In other states, sometimes those legislators work uh, full-time throughout the year. Here in Utah, though, it's uh, it's regular folks, for the most part, uh, like you and me, who have regular jobs, and they, uh, after being elected by their neighbors, uh, head on up to uh, Salt Lake City, the Capitol building, for a stretch in the beginning of the year, and they uh, go about the people's business legislating. We, last night, uh, they had to come back, though, to work uh, and address this tax reform measure. And we, in the last segment, spoke to uh, the youngest representative uh, up at Utah's Capitol Hill, Candace Perucci. She represents District 52. We next are, are going to speak to the second youngest uh, representative. That's Casey Snyder. Uh, he represents District 5. That's out in the Paradise area. Casey, sir, how are you? I'm good, Lee. How are you? Not too bad. I, 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 in full disclosure, and I've had to disclose so much because I've got a lot of friends around town, but you, sir, and I used to work together for the great Rob Bishop. Is that right? Those were the glory days, absolutely. And uh, uh, you you texted me something interesting yesterday. You had to cast uh, last night a very uh, difficult vote. Uh, you, you said you have a, a better, uh, a greater understanding of some of the difficulties and stresses that face a legislator, uh, and you learned that through uh, your experience last night. Would you talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, I, as you know, Lee, back in when we were able to work in Washington, and for Rob. Uh, it's, it's easy to have the marching orders from the boss and, and stake out a policy principle and, and make it work with, uh, when, and when somebody gets upset, you can just blame it on the name on the door, right? And, and with, with a part-time legislature and, and being able to serve in my own capacity, any, any mistakes or any missteps, they're all on me. And that's a, that is actually a, a, a very overwhelming position to be in, I have found. It's your name on the door now. You're not just a staffer. Yeah, but I'm still confused as an intern, so maybe it doesn't even matter. That's that's what Candace was saying. She said that she said uh, sometimes the, the Democrat folks who don't get to know her interact with her as much in caucus, uh, they'll ask, "Oh yeah, for which member do you work?" You you honestly get that? Uh, yeah, I last session I grew a beard so that I I could make it into the <laughs> chamber without being questioned. Don't you have so. pins or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I, we, we didn't have I, this time around for the special session, and I 
I actually like people not knowing who I am and what I'm doing. Then I can just sit down and do my job. Yeah. So, uh, so t- tell us, let, let's talk about the legislation. Uh, it was not easy. Uh, it did pass, though, we learned. Uh, tell us uh, tell us how you voted and, and why you chose to take that route. Yeah, so I, I voted yes on the bill. And that doesn't mean it was an easy process getting to yes. Um, I mean, I... As, as you're aware, as your listeners aware, are aware, this, this has largely unfolded over nearly a year-long period, um, which involved hours and hours of meetings and 17 specific meetings, plus all the phone calls back and forth with the individual members had, such as myself, plus our leadership team. It was, it was a very long, very drawn-out process that had a lot of moving parts to it at the same time. And what made this vote hard for me is, I guess maybe I should start and tell you what made it easy. Sure. This was one of the largest tax cuts in the history of the state of Utah. We removed tax exemptions that I believe were frivolous and unnecessary, putting money back in our state's coffers. And we're, we, we set the tax cut at such a threshold that we're going to be reducing spending next year. All three of those are key and core Republican principles, which is why I supported the bill. The, the, the parts that maybe made it difficult is, and, and I know families have probably des- described this to you, is we, we did increase on unprocessed foods, the sales tax rate. And, and I am cognizant of the fact that those few extra dollars are going to impact real people in a real way. And, and I, so I, I feel that at the same time, I'm hopeful, optimistic that we've offset any hardship through the credit, the break itself and through the credits that we'll implement as a portion of the bill. That is some of the loudest uh, criticism that the, that this prebate is, is simply insufficient and that the, the criticism of this past legislation is that these tax savings, which would be enjoyed by so many, uh, are, gotten only on the backs of the of the less fortunate you're able to you you don't agree with that characterization no and i don't i mean that is a portion of how the tax bill was restructured but i think there's a couple of things going on here i think one when some people are going to see real benefit in every paycheck going into next year so that's that is a real tangible improvement i hope in their lives the second thing we, we did, and it's, it's maybe not as talked about, is this whole premise started because we have a fundamental uh, problem in how our, our funding comes into state government. Now, I, we have a surplus, but the way our, our system is structured right now, we're not able to balance the entire budget in one pot. By profession, I have a farm, and I also work a full-time job, which helps me afford the farm. And in my own personal budget, what the farm makes and what I make in my nine-to-five job are in one family budget. And I'm able to spend the money as necessary to keep my family and my farm going. In, in our state, we have some very strong and very rigid separations of where money can come in, which doesn't always allow us the latitude to balance completely the needs of the state, the needs of its people, with the pressures that are applied upon it. So what that means within this context is this bill, as a component of the restructuring that it achieved, in part, will allow 
those that are mo- that may be impacted at the lower economic level with the slight increase in food tax, it also provides because it, we've restructured a stable funding source for all the other programs, mental health, family services, all the other facets of government that come out of our general fund spending, which was nearly in deficit going into next session. So I, I understand the concern. I, I, I know people are going to be are worried, but I think in the long run, this is what we had to do to maintain the, the financial stability of the state and its citizens. Thank you, Casey. We've been talking to Representative Casey Snyder, represents District 5 out in the Paradise area. He, uh, last night, uh, cast a vav- uh, vote in favor of this tax reform measure. Uh, he, he has an explanation he just gave us uh, as to why it was overall the right thing to do. I'm grateful to you, Representative Snyder, for speaking to us. Uh, next up, uh, we're going to talk uh, about this deal with uh, American Samoans, now uh, in the United States, are, are considered citizens. Before that, though, we're going to uh, hand things off to Amanda, who is over at Walmart in West Valley for Quarters for Christmas. Amanda?